It really was beautiful. The entire room was set ablaze. And all the ornaments were so well hung that not an accident occurred, except that one of the little doll's petticoats caught a blaze. Those are the words of Harriet Martineau, who was a well-known British social theorist and Unitarian. She compiled those words in a deeper reflection in 1835, some people say 1837, in a letter that she wrote and published in England recounting her first experience of what we know now today as the Christmas tree. Her first experience and perhaps one of the first experiences on this continent of a Christmas tree in someone's home. She was visiting friends in Cambridge, Massachusetts. Uh, Boston and England were very closely linked during, those, during that time. There's a lot of sharing of intellectual ideals and as a woman who was a, one of the first sociologists that was a woman, um, she found that the American, uh, the re recently new American nation, mostly new, uh, was v much more receptive to a woman's academic ventures than back home in England. And so she was visiting her friends in Cambridge, Massachusetts, and they were German immigrants. And they brought this tradition with them here to the United States. And in their living room, they had their tree, it was real, and they were putting candles on there, real candles, along with little toys that they would make together with their family or their friends, little presents and ornaments that were given to them adorning the tree, and the doll that caught on fire that she recounts in her tale of that Christmas tree. What she left out of that account for the British public is that these German immigrants were not just any German immigrants. It was the Fallen family, and the husband, Charles Fallen, became one of the very well-known Unitarian ministers of his time in Cambridge and then Lexington, Massachusetts. Charles Fallen was inspired by the Unitarian message and wanted Christmas to be celebrated in every single household in this new nation. Now you might wonder, didn't we always celebrate Christmas? Didn't Christians always celebrate Christmas for over 2,000 years? Didn't Christians do this every December or whenever they picked it? No. <laughs> That's the short answer, no. But as this nation was originally founded by Puritan colonists, well, not this United States, we had settlers here long before that, but as the Puritans came here and formed their colonies, the Puritans wanted to get rid of anything having to do with Christmas. They saw it as a pagan celebration, a folkish celebration that was too down to earth, too caught up in this world, too much of this worldly flesh that the Puritans were trying to get rid of in their lives. And so they banned the public celebration of Christmas. They said, the strangers in our midst, meaning the Quakers and the non-Puritans, celebrate these pagan holidays, but we will not have this in our colonies. And you may know, I remind us of this often, Unitarian Universalists owe their heritage to the Puritans, where we have written more Christmas hymns than we can say. But the Puritans wanted nothing to do with Christmas, but as the United States became much more diverse religiously with more colonists and settlers coming here, those ways started to fall away. And the very first public Protestant celebration of Christmas was in a Universalist meeting house in Boston. 
and it was so popular it made the news. It said, ah, well, the old religion, meaning the Anglicans, which we didn't support at that time, most Protestants in this country didn't, uh, and the, the, the Papists celebrated their usual mass of the nativity. But the Universalists had a Christmastide celebration which had great cheer and warmth. And the minister preached a sermon that was relevant for us today. That was summing up the Boston uh, papers um, and how they recounted that celebration of Christmas by the Universalists. So Harriet Martineau goes to Charles Follin's home and experiences the Christmas tree. And her and Charles, Charles Fallon were great friends. They were both abolitionists. They wanted to see an end to slavery. And they saw the Christmas tree as an opportunity to educate every household about why abolition was a good thing. And so they started writing and reaching out to their friends. And you might be going, what does a Christmas tree have to do with abolition? But what they saw was that at that time, Unitarians believed in the building up of our character. Every single person, no matter what, should have what they need to build up their character. They saw the Christmas tree as an opportunity to build our character. It was the act of giving. And for many households at that time in the 1800s, you only got a present from underneath that tree if you had exceptional moral character throughout the year. <laughs> Santa Claus is much more exciting, right? <laughs> Could you imagine telling uh, our young ones, you know, you'll only get a present if you have exceptional moral character. I kind of like the naughty and nice list much better. <laughs> but they saw that, that focus on character as a way to inculcate the values of everybody, no matter what, deserves the same opportunities to have that freedom to build character. And then, of course, they would take the next step and say, look around you. How are we treating those around us? Who does not have that opportunity in our nation? And so that's how they started to, to use Unitarian values in taking a German tradition and making it widely known in the Boston colony, or the Boston, not colony at that time. Um, our New Englanders are like, Brian, you don't know your history. <laughs> I'm mixing it up. <laughs> um, but Harriet Martineau would go back to England eventually, and she was best friends with someone that would definitely seal the deal for the Christmas tree in the United States and in England. And her name was Princess Victoria, before she was Queen Victoria. And there was a British publication, uh, Harriet Martineau would hang out with Princess Victoria, which was something, wow, you get to hang out with royalty there. Um, and she, Victoria loved Harriet Martineau. She wanted to hear her theories about how societies gather, how women can have a place and claim power. This is in the 1800s. Uh, so Queen Victoria was uh, being educated by a Unitarian radical, um, an early feminist there. And when she became queen, there was a publication of her and Prince Andrew decorating a Christmas tree circulated throughout England that Harriet Martineau introduced to Queen Victoria. And that publication came to the United States, and oh, it was the Victorian fashion. And soon, people adopted it again and again and again. So there's a Unitarian Universalist historian, the Reverend Susan Ritchie, who looks at this history and says, ah, the Unitarian Universalist invented Christmas. <laughs> Not quite. But many of the traditions have Unitarian and Universalist history and heritage. There were movers and shakers, folks who were not necessarily boastful about their religious values, 
very similar today. You use are not an evangelistic people. We're not very boastful about who we are. Um, but they still instilled their values in everything they did. They saw something that was a German folk tradition and said, how can we make this about changing society at its core? And that tends to be our history, all throughout history, looking at simple things and going, how can we change society at its core as this small but mighty, at times throughout our history, mighty religious tradition? And so that's the history of Harriet Martineau and Charles Fallon and how the Christmas tree became so popular in the United States. Now, of course, as with all things history, there were other folks, there were other German immigrants having Christmas trees. So we didn't quite bring it completely to the United States. But we definitely had a hand in making sure it was popularized, of making sure Queen Victoria thought it was a great idea. And even though we had separated from England, uh, Americans, even to this day, still look to the royals for how we should do things. I mean, I remember an article about Prince William's ring and how it was a fitness tracker. And, oh boy, everybody bought those rings for thousands of dollars and it was sold out. What this tells us is that Harriet Martineau was very crafty in how she was introducing this to Queen Victoria. She knew people would be watching. She knew people would be looking at what the queen did. And here we are today. We no longer set dolls on fire. We no longer have real Christmas trees in our living rooms. If you do and you have real candles on it, I'll be watching out for you. <laughs> but we lift up this history because Unitarian Universalists had such a deep impact on many of our carols. Uh, we heard about Jingle Bells. Even with its complicated history, um, we would not have that song if it wasn't for a Unitarian. We look at so many of our other ones. Uh, we'll close with... Um, it came upon the midnight clear, a beloved Christmas carol that was given to us by a Unitarian minister. And so, yes, we are not a boastful people, but this time of year we can go, hmm, we invented part of Christmas. <laughs> and so may it be so. Blessed be. Amen. <laughs>